Welcome, brethren, and welcome to Bright Hour Podcast on Exposition of Truth Restored to the Bride of Christ in this age of Laodicea. Almighty God, we ask for the Spirit of Truth to guide us into all truth that we might know how to live to your glory in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. We'll go back to Acts chapter 24, verse 14. But this I confess unto thee, that after the way which they call heresy, so worship I the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and the prophets. This summarizes all that Paul preached. And William Aaron Brown said he preached what Paul preached because Galatians 1, 8-9, there is no other gospel any man can preach outside what the apostles preached. Whatever William Aaron Brown preached or taught as doctrines can be found right in the written word of God, the scriptures. Not whatever statement or comment he made, but doctrines and divine instructions. We want to also read 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 2. For today's episode, and many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Now, I want to re-quote the Abridged Church Age page that I quoted the other day. Now, a revival signifies a move of God in power. And every time God moves, Satan is dead to move also. I hope you are learning. This never fails. It is written that in Wesley's day, the people would do most peculiar things that were definitely of Satan to try and mock the goodness and power of God. I hope you are learning. In Luther's day, it is said that the miracle of his ministry, that is his brother, did not lie in the fact that he successfully protested the Roman Catholic Church, but the miracle lay in the fact that he could hold and this stay sound and sane amidst the fanatics who were often filled with and guided by wrong spirits. And there is the same invasion of false and wicked spirit in this last day revival. This in itself explains why others look on the message of the hour as a cult. Concerning the vision of the bruised serpent, the serpent the prophet could not kill, that wiggled into a small puddle of water. He said that was a false spirit on precious brethren, believing, teaching, and baptizing in his name as Jesus Christ. This is Satan's attempt again to discredit the messenger, his message, and the people who believe the message. I hope we are passionately listening. But if you will pay attention, it is always not the group, but a section. Not the group, but part of the group. Not a group but some fraction of the group. Now, there cannot be a group 
as a religious court without a leader having the character of a court leader and his teachings and actions characteristic of a court. This is what a renowned man of God said about William Brown. We preach Christ, but William Brown lived Christ. What a testimony so loud and clear that mutes the voice of all critics. Another man of God said, even wrote a book, William Marlon Brown, a man sent from God. But this serpent, that false and wicked spirit, after the death of the prophet, has come out in full operation, now very cunning, very, very cunning. And I pray as many as are listening to this podcast will not be part of the sum who are taken into extremism and fanatism that this glorious way of truth is evil spoken of. In a court, the followers have an extreme honor and reverence for the leader. That is, they place the leader above the class he belongs to. In a court, the followers hold the teachings of the leader to be of the highest importance. But if the teachings of the leader are scriptural, then it's not a cult. And I want to confess the teachings of William Aaron Brown are scriptural. Praise the Lord. But the problem is some making every statement, every comment, a doctrine or teaching. Also in a court, the leader has an extreme control on the followers, what to eat, clothing to wear, their relationship, and even where to stay. But I confess the prophet is not guilty of that, of the group. So if you see some, not a collective group, somebody more inspirational, emotional, in mentioning the name of the prophet than Jesus Christ, that is idolatry, placing the prophet above Jesus Christ. When you hear somebody praying or baptizing in the name of William Brown, remember the prophet condemned that. It is always somebody, not a group stand. When you see somebody using sermon books to replace the Bible, or making sermon books absolute over the Bible, that is the inspiration the prophet condemned. So that is not a stand of the group. When you see somebody bowing to the image or the picture of the prophet, remember that is what made him attempt to leave the ministry. Also, when you hear somebody, not the group, somebody, saying every word from the mouth of the prophet, William Abraham, is that say the Lord, or the word of God, and his sermons are oral scriptures, you should know William Abraham is not guilty of that. The message is not guilty of that. And the group is not guilty of that action. But Abraham said many times, 700, instead of 7,000, and he remarked, I make them mistakes all the time. He also said, let my mistakes be a stepping stone 
Meaning, learn from my mistakes and not to repeat them. All prophets, major or minor, are fallible, finite, human, and to err is human. Only in Jesus Christ, the Lord of the prophet, the God of the prophet, we can say every word from his mouth is that said the Lord, because he was God manifested in the flesh. When it comes to visions and prophecies, you cannot judge them prophets because the visions and prophecies are that seller, but they can err in statement and comments. Let me give you just one example. In Questions and Answers, 1953, July, paragraph 221, the very night, the very day Israel became a nation, the angel of the Lord commissioned me with the gift of healing to the people of the world. In another sermon, greatest gift in the Bible, 1957, paragraph 17, he said, remember, the Jewish people was declared a nation in 1946, on April. Then he said, May 6th. Then the next sentence, he said, May 7th. This is the human side. This cannot be thus said the Lord. Israel had independence in 1948, May 48. The two events took place, but his comments on the event was not accurate. This has been many times a trend. The event took place all right, but his comment on the event, can you imagine? On 22nd December, 1962, he had a vision of seven angels. The next day he preached a sermon and said five angels. And people have taken this statement to mean that the prophet is false and his message is false. So he can err in comment and statement, but his visions and prophecies have been dusted a lot. The prophet gave divine instructions, put structures in place, which makes it difficult for the group collectively, to be a court. He told us not to major on the minor. He told us he does not know it all. He told us when he asked him question, he always referred to scriptures. And when he cannot get scripture, he said he doesn't have a scripture for it, but this is his opinion. He told us anything, any revelation, that does not compare with the written word, we should have nothing to do with it. He told us not to explain the supernatural. So you see, whatever is not the stand of the leader and the message is not the stand of the followers as a collective body. Always watch the leader, his message, and those adhering to the message. That will determine whether the group is a cult or not. That is very, very crucial. Now, in closing, let me passionately read this quote in the sermon, Fellowship by Redemption, 1955, paragraph 67. You know now, this is kind of a bit hard. But you are the only Bible listing. You are the only Bible that many people will ever read. You Christians, let me say you message believers, your life 
is the only Bible that men, a lot of men and women, will ever read. Just the way you act and do. So Christians are supposed to be a living example of what Christ is. Remember, when I started this series, I said the messenger is vindicated. The message is vindicated. The world is looking for the vindication of the believers of this message. And he said, if Christ is in the human heart, then he will suddenly live his own life, for Christ is in you. And the Spirit of Christ be in you, then you become a new creature. Now let me also bring it home by saying this. You are the only message tapes somebody will ever listen to. You are the only sermon book that many people will ever read. You are the only message church many people will ever attend just the way you live and act. My passionate appeal or prayer is that some whose attitude is posting the question, is the message of the hour a court would descend. It's time to descend that spirit sent from the enemy to mock this glorious message of this hour. And this I confess, that out of the multitude of the message following will emerge the true bride who has never been and never will be a court. God bless you, brethren. Pray for me. As I pray for you, the message of the hour is not a court. So don't make yourself a court. Stay tuned, share the link, and remember to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so for a new episode every Wednesday. Once again, God Almighty bless you.